what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Brothers in Tech is a weekly podcast focused on personal and home technology, helping provide you, our fellow brothers and sisters in tech, with some information, assistance, and recommendations. The brothers try to get to the bottom of, or untangle, if you will, the wild world of computer cables. From the USB alphabet to HDMI, we try and provide some tips for making sure you're properly tethered. And you certainly don't want to miss Brian trying to explain the difference between a male and a female connection. Cables, cords, and dongles all on Brothers in Tech. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Brothers in Tech here on the Mesh.tv. Alan Jackson with you here. My brother in tech, Brian Jackson, with us as always. And it's the two of us today. No other guests because, I mean, I think, Brian, when we brought up this topic to a lot of our potential guests, they all said, you know what? We'll pass. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> well, oh, I don't understand what you're saying, Alan. You're saying what we're getting ready to talk about is not incredibly exciting, uh, or is it something that, you know, maybe suggests as to why the issue is actually there, that people just don't want to talk about it. So, well, I think it's, it is it is one of those messy things that you're right. I think a lot of us don't want to talk about because yeah, I don't know about you, but it is a constant source of frustration for me. And, and we are talking cables, cords, and dongles. Oh, oh my. Um, <laughs> lots of cables, lots of cords, a lot of dongles if you're dealing with computers and technology these days. Let's, uh, let's talk about cables and cords kind of the state of cables and cords today why do we need these freaking dongles and uh what do we need to understand about these kind of cable connections that can just help us make some sense of it i guess that's the biggest thing that for for everybody to understand right yeah that's that's it alan and and you know i brought this up because as you said it is a incredibly frustrating part of technology um as we work towards the the goal of being wireless on everything and the fact that data can transfer through the air and we don't have to worry about whether we have the right connections, we're not there yet. Um, we're not even close to being there yet. Um, so we, I think we've all probably been in that frustrating situation, the dance of getting a new device, then having to figure out what connection it has, having to figure out whether or not you have the ability to plug that connection in or whether I need some sort of you know, secondary dongle extension, something like that. So, um, and I think what's been become more frustrating is some of these connectors have the same title to them, hint USB, but there are many different types of that. And um, having a USB cord doesn't mean that you have the same cord as another USB cord. So, mm-hmm. um, so I think that there, I, th- I thought it would be a really good idea for us to talk about so just some considerations. We are not going to go through every cord type because that would be not only take us a long time, but it would be incredibly boring for all of you and kind of hard yeah. on audio to tell you the differences. But, but I want to, I want to kind of lay out uh, to me, Alan, the, the two most frustrating things for the average person, the home user the two most frustrating type of cords have always been the cords that go to my TV and any sort of audio video and recognizing which connection I need because we all mm-hmm. tend to have to go through that process and the cords that are going to go to my computer. 
Yeah. Right? Those two areas seem to be the big thing. Um, sure. The other types of chords, power chords, all of that. I think we all know generally enough, you know, I'm thinking back a long time ago when I was like, oh, do I have a three prong or a two prong? Yeah. You know, that's pretty simple to, to, to deal with at this point. But now it's gotten so complex to know what kind of connection you're supposed to have audio video wise and then what kind of connection you're supposed to have on your computer. I think we're going to focus a little bit more on the computer, but let's let's talk about that frustrating piece of the uh, the TV and the audio video for a second. Um, you know, that one really revolved to me. It, it just it, it all comes around two elements, which is video and audio. Right. Mm-hmm. Do I have video? Do I have audio? HDMI, the the introduction of HDMI, what, was it 10 years ago, Alan? Mm-hmm. And HDMI, about 10 that. years yeah. old? Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, that to me is what made all the difference uh, in the audio-video world in that we started to get a standard where audio and video were together. Nowadays, you buy TV, and as long as you have an HDMI connection, you know that you can get audio and video into that TV. We can yes. always go beyond that, right, looking at... Uh, digital audio and looking at all sorts of other secondary things. But I think a lot of that confusion has been cleared up or at least simplified for the average user, right? HDMI. Yeah. HDMI is a great, a great cable carrying both audio and video, a singular cable. That was the promise. If you have a a laptop going to a computer, if you have a DVD player going to a a TV, um, I'm sorry, if you have a Laptop going to a TV set. If you have a, a Blu-ray or disc player going yep. to a TV set, yep. an Apple TV or Amazon Fire TV box going, it's all going to be over HDMI. Right, right. So HDMI kind of allowed us to have a standard that all the audio video will use or at least can use. Mm-hmm. And then you have to really get specialized beyond that for issues. That's not necessarily the case with computers. Right. We have not developed a standard that everyone realizes they can and you know will use. We've actually, I think, gone the other direction to where I think mm-hmm. you know, 10 years ago, we did have a standard. USB, right? USB yeah. was the square, the rectangle connection. Um, and you know, the technical of, uh, of that particular uh, connection was USB-A. USB-A was the standard, right? You bought a USB drive that you wanted to take files to one thing or the other. It was USB. Your computer had a USB connection. Uh, you wanted to connect. Thumb drives, uh, exactly. you know, mouse, keyboard. They were all, all of that USB. was using yeah. USB, the same connection, the same kind of port. It was yep. pretty ubiquitous. Computers were coming with you know two, three, four, five of those ports yep. on them, yep. depending on the size of the computer, and you were you were set to go. I could take that cord or that corded mouse and I could walk over to a friend's computer that was using a PC and I was on a, on a Mac and that would still have the same connection, right? Unfortunately, I think we've gone, we're going the more confusing route lately, Alan. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think it would be important for us to talk about what are those computer connections and what do we need to be aware of when looking for the cords to, to utilize that? Um, so, Alan, let's talk about USB for a minute because you know, USB has kind of gone through this transition of improving. I think it's trying to improve the connection in certain ways, but every time it tries mm-hmm. to improve the connection, it means there's a different connection. It means mm-hmm. there's a different port that it can be used for. So we talked about USB-A. That was the rectangle that we all know and have used. Pretty right, standard-looking USB cable, yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. And the only issue that I ever had with usb was just that this is one where the cord has to be turned the right way for it to go in, 
So it is a one-sided cord, meaning you know that cord has to be, if it's turned upside down, it doesn't go into the port. Oh, right? sure. That's the right, USB-A, right? Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Pretty yeah. simple though, right? You, you get to the back of the computer, you get to the back of wherever you plug it in, you try it one way, you flip it upside down, you try it the other way, and it's going to going to work, right? So that was always kind of fairly simple. Um, mm-hmm. The only other cut of cords that I remember at that point in time were if I had a printer, the other side of that USB would be a different type of connection, but it would still be considered the USB cable. It's the printer cable. Still considered a USB cable, but it had like a square end to it. Yeah. They're still in use today too. I mean, if you buy yeah. some printers and you want to connect it by USB, it is going to come with a cable that is going to be a standard USB port on one end that goes to your computer. And then it's going to have one that's a little more geared towards printers or these kind of devices or, per- or peripherals. Um, and so that was the USB so be, yeah. B, uh, USB type B, I believe, is what that okay. was. But you've okay. got the A, which is what we all know, the square or yep. the rectangle. And you had the B, which is kind of the more squared version that goes into the printer or the peripheral. But, you know, those were fairly common. I think we all knew that when we bought those, they would come with them. Right, those cords would come with them, so that yeah, you it is a, had to it, it still was starting to creep into being a pain area, though, because there again, you're now managing two different types of cables. Like I could not right. take a cable that I use um, for my mouse because my mouse had already a fixed cable to it, or a standard USB cable and connect it to my printer. I now had to have this type of version of a USB cable, even though the connector on the end for my computer is the same. Um, right, that started to get a little. A little frustrating. I mean, granted, the printers and scanners and those groups all provided that USB-B cable with it, but yep. it's just more to keep up with. You know? Yeah, and if you wanted to extend the cable, you wanted a longer cable, you had to know how to what exactly you were going to look for. It wasn't just a standard mm-hmm. cable. Then, then I think things got even more complicated. And you know, my guess is, Alan, the, the complications started to happen when the devices we wanted to connect them to started getting smaller. Once those devices started getting smaller, that USB-A, that that typical original USB rectangle was too big for a lot of the devices that we were looking to plug into. And so Mm -hmm. therefore they created another standard where, okay, now we've got a mini USB uh, where a mini plug where many of you know it's the rectangle but once one top side of it's skinnier than the bottom side so it kind of comes at a little what is that a trapezoid or something right where you're very, always having to of, look in and try to figure yeah, out which direction it's a it's very going. particular shape and it only works with that particular device yep and there's even like two or three different types there of is. shapes and sizes across all those usb mini ones as well so it really is something where you can't you know if you misplace the cable for a particular device it's not just a matter of saying, well, here's one mini that's got the little, the little small USB mini cable. No, it's just you, you need to kind of check it because there's two or three different size variations out there. Right, right. Yeah, the, and the width was different. And I'm sure many of you that have had a device or you've gone in your closet and got an older device and then tried to figure out if you have a cable for it, we'll end up plugging two and three times in to try to figure out if it's the right one. Oh yeah. Um, So that's where things started getting uh, a little bit more annoying is that when we had smaller devices that needed smaller plugs and there wasn't one standard, it wasn't that everybody jumped to this one standard and said, that's the one we're going to go with it. There were several different types of those. And um, so, but realize those are all still USB. Okay. USB, the Mm -hmm. same information is being passed through It's just being passed with different connections, and that's what made it more frustrating. Now, I will say, at at that point, 
there are ways in which you could have dongles or extenders or converters where you would say, oh, well, I don't have that, but I do have this thing that allows me to connect you know, that cable in to get me to uh, uh, the port that I actually have. But those always become challenging and that you need to know, will it work with this? Will that same information be able to pass through? We've actually gone now to a, a more recent version. And, and Alan, I don't know what your you know, thoughts or what you're hearing about the current version of USB, like Type-C, USB Type-C, which for those that uh, have a newer Macintosh computer or even a newer, I think, PC computer, a lot of those are starting to move to the USB-C. That is the skinny, uh, we'll say rectangle that's rounded, right? Very thin kind of equal yeah. oval mm-hmm. type of of connection, right? It's the one yeah, that very you long, have stretched in. out oval uh, connection. Right. And this well, one, rectangle. Yeah, one I think is, it's better to say rectangle with rounded corners. I think yeah. that's a little more. Yeah. A little more so meaningful. it's the rounded edge, very thin rectangle uh, yeah. connection. And this is the connection that it doesn't matter which direction it goes in. I mean, you can flip it upside down, and it still is going to fit in because everything is uh, uh, consistent all the way through. So, and this is this is USB C. C. Correct. Right. USB-C. And, um, and USB-C, it's allowed us to go to you know 3.0, which of course has to do with the speed and what it can actually pass through and everything. But that has become more of the standard recently, right, is that we're getting this USB-C. Now, the problem is USB-C is not on all devices and it's not going to be on inexpensive devices where if you're buying a you know, small kind of peripheral device. A lot of them won't have a USB-C. They're still stuck with maybe the older standard. Mm-hmm. And then you start having to figure out, well, what are the two sides of this equation? What do I need to plug in on one end and what do I need to plug in on the other end? And how do I make sure I have the right cable for those, right? Mm-hmm. This is the issue, yep. right? Can yep. you get type C to type A? Yes. Can you get type C to type mini? I think so. I'm not sure probably, I'm, you would. I'm sure there's but. a way to get with the right dongles and adapters to yeah. get one type of USB to another. It's just there again, you just the hassle factor involved. Right. It's really kind of come to a point where if you want to make sure you're always maximizing your compatibility with any a device you come into contact with, you almost need to have a couple different cables and a whole lot of adapters that will work with those cables, you know, and that's, what's frustrating, but uh, that's where we are in the world of USB these days. Um, I've got, you know, a Mac like you do, Brian, that it only has USB C ports on it. And I've got in my bag, I carry with me. I've got probably right now, at least six, if not a few more adapters going from USB C to USB a, Or I've got going a cable that goes from USB-C to USB-A on the other end. Or, um, you know, just a lot of different... Lightning, Lightning, right? So Lightning is a different port. That's the one all of you iPhone users know has been the standard iPhone port for a while. That's the very, uh, even the thinner version of that uh, little rectangle um, or with an iPad or something like that. So now you've got, you know, potentially the USB-C to USB-A, the USB-C to lightning, you know, for Mac users, I think those are two common, uh, cords that you might have. Um, and of course the goal is that eventually we'll get to the point where all of the, the wireless connections between these 
all works to where I don't have to plug things in and I can just point and click and grab uh, information. But Alan, what, what is USB actually doing? Okay. What is it? What is it? Why do we have a USB cable? I mean, is it, you know, what's, what, what's being passed through that USB cable? Why do we have to have those? Well, it's all, it's all data. I mean, it's all, all just bits and data. So, I mean, it's, um, now, granted, USB can carry video. It can carry some other things. I've seen, you know, webcams, for example, yep. use USB. So they're carrying video signals, but it is a data-driven right. type cable. I mean, most most likely it's just communicating your computer with any peripheral device, any uh, connected device, any external drive in most cases, uh, and allowing you to transfer or copy or move uh, data um, in bits from one device to another. Yep. in some way, yep. shape, or form. Yeah. Yep. So you know when you when you connect an external monitor, and it's asking for you know a HDMI connection. Well, that's good because all it's doing is kind of projecting that video and audio. It's not really. I mean, it's sure that's data being passed through, but it's not passing through data for you to use, right? It's that that's really a difference of what USB is all about. USB is about data transfer, um, and. So anytime we're talking about transferring data, if we can't do it wirelessly, we are generally stuck with these data transfer cables, right? Some version USB. of USB. Yeah, right. some version right. of USB with some version of different adapters and connectors on it. So, yep. yeah, that's kind of where we are on the USB side of things. So, And then HDMI is kind of our standard right now for pure video and or audio signals. Yep, um, yep. You know, an HDMI, I think kind of going back to that for a second, you know, it's kind of taken the place of what you may remember from VGA or even DVI cables. Now, those adapt, those kind of cables and adapters still exist on a lot of monitors or TVs. They still have a VGA port to allow you to use the old VGA cable if you're, if you're still having to use a device that uses that. But more and more, and even a lot of TVs are dropping that over time. Where HDMI is really the only connection you've got. Um, well, and there was a reason, right? I mean, the v VGA and DVI were they were video only, right? So they were video only, connected. and they were lower quality. Yeah, they yeah. would not they would not capture the higher definition quality video that um, right. that you wanted as well. So you know, VGA was early, right? And it was just to pro, you know project something, and then DVI was a better version of that, better, better. video coming through, but no audio. Still and no of course, audio. early on, when all you just needed was a dumb screen, <laughs> those were fine. But then when we started needing audio, well, that was a second cable. That's the beauty of yeah. HDMI. It started putting them both in together. Um, yeah. And I think that that's, I, I do feel like HDMI is to the point now. HDMI, you may, you know, I know we're bouncing back and forth a little bit here, but HDMI, you may also see mini HDMI or the, uh, is it micro or mini? Alan, do you know? What, uh, I think it's mini, mini yeah. HDMI. Okay. So you'll see like on a small, like, um, a Raspberry Pi is going to have a connection, yeah. a very small connection for HDMI, which means you need a cable that goes the small version on one end to the regular bigger version on the other. It's yeah. just a different type of connection, but it's still passing the same information through. So, um, so here's Alan, you know, again, we're not going to, we're not going to get to the point where we can say you need to use one type of cable versus another, or here's exactly why you would use each of these. That was all to say that there are different connections. And when you are looking for a cable, one of the most important things is to figure out what connection I have. You can't just look and say, oh, the, the documentation says I need a USB cable. So I'm just going to order a USB cable. 
you got to figure out what type of USB cable you need and look at both ends, right? I think both some people get yeah. screwed up on this and say, oh, well, you know, my computer takes this USB square, but if you're not thinking about what it's going into, that might need a micro on the other side, or it might need a, a different version of that. So look at both ends, try to figure out, and it may be that those cables just don't exist going from one to the other. And that may tell you something that actually maybe that type of data isn't going to transfer, or it may be that you need then two different you know, devices. You need a cable and a dongle, or you need a cable yeah. and a pass-through hub or something to be able to, to convert that. And by dongle, um, we mean just like an adapter, a kind of thing that you either like put on extender, the end of a cable yeah. that yep. that converts it to another type of connector, yep. which again, I have an entire bag full of. <laughs> right. Well, an that's become the, that has become kind of this, its own industry recently, right? Just dongles and extenders uh, and converters. Um, I mean, obviously there are certain things that won't convert like you can't say, I'm going to take an HDMI to USB, right? Those are different types of data. And if you do, you're going to be losing something along the way, right? So you just realize that, you know, you could probably find creative ways of doing lots of things, but the data that's passing through may be slightly different. So Alan, let me, let me, let me mention a couple other things. Um, you know, when we talk about data pass through, there are certain there are certain cables that are going to allow not only data, but maybe power to pass through as well, which I think is a really important piece. Um, if you have a device and we've all been in this situation before, let's say you have a, uh, an external hard drive and you're connecting that external hard drive in through, let's say a USB, a connection, the old school rectangle connection. And then you wonder why maybe it's not working effectively. And then you realize, oh, it actually needs power. There's a power cable that has to go from that that drive to the wall because USB-A isn't going to pass through the power that's going to be necessary to be able to do that. It's a very low power pass-through device. So, you know, something, sure, something that just needs a little light on it to tell you it's running, it can do that. But something that actually needs enough power to run something to actually make this device actually work you need a pass-through or you need a cable now that can allow you to do that. And that's where some of the advanced versions of USB, I think Type-C and maybe Allen where it gets confusing, like Thunderbolt is a, is a similar form factor to Type-C. They both look mm-hmm. the same. They both work the same. But I think the difference is the amount of data they can pass through and even the power that they can pass through. So yes, that sounds good. Let's go with that. Okay, let's go. So just keep in mind, like you have to look at what the connection is, but then also think about what's the information that has to go through this. Like what actually has to be passed from one to the other? Is it data? Is it power? And you need to double check that your cord that you're getting will actually do that. And if not, you're going to be stuck with kind of not being able to do what it is you're hoping it would um, uh, provide you. Right. So I think figuring out what what connections you need, figuring out what is being passed through that connection. And that will help you determine what kind of power or what kind of a cord you'll need. And the other one, which I've always think is kind of interesting is people don't, this probably isn't that big of an issue unless you are buying a new cord, like going on Amazon and looking for a particular type of cord is figure out what the connection is, right? Male Mm -hmm. versus female. There is a difference when you're looking at these cords to say, am I looking for a USB-A to USB-A male to male? Okay. Mm-hmm. And just for it, you know, to be crude about what male and female means, it yeah. means, am I sticking something in or am I receiving something? 
So, I mean, oh. I think that's where we're going. Uh, we have to be here. Any we, clip we use to promote this episode, that's going to be the clip right there. Brian describing the male-female connection. The male, the, male, uh, the male cords are what are being stuck in. The female yeah. cords are what are being received, right? Receiving so them, it's yeah. a, the reception versus are you a giver or a taker? So, and it's going to be amazing to see how much of this makes it into the final show. Like it doesn't get edited out. So. Oh, that you're right. Great. I mean, I think you got to pay attention to that. Obviously, some things to, to pay attention. There's a lot more to picking out cables than I think you than people sometimes realize. Is you got the you know the, the the gender level of the connection. You've got the what quality cable it is. Yep. Um, for USB, it's not that big a deal if you've got the right kind of connector. You kind of know the speed that should be going or, or the capability of that cable. HDMI, though. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Define that for a second. So you're saying that if it says it's taking a USB-A, yeah. then it means that it can only – it's only asking you to send the data that USB-A can handle. That's right. right? Okay. But if you're getting yeah. a cable that's a USB-C to USB-C, it's a USB-C cable. It is capable of USB-C speeds. Right. Um, so those – the actual – connectors you're using kind of help dictate what the speed or what the, the lowest level speed is going to be for that cable. HDMI is the one that tri- trips me up when it comes to speed though. Um, because HDMI, there are different levels of HDMI cables based on the quality or the level of video you want to push through. Um, there are some video cables, HDMI cables that are not capable of doing 4k video. For example, if you've got a 4k TV set or something to play 4k video. So you do need to pay attention when you get your HDMI cables, what quality of video can this push comfortably? Um, because that's tripped some people up. That's tripped me up, uh, getting a HDMI cable and not knowing why my 4k TV will not work with it and that's because it's not a hdmi capable uh, cable it's, capable it's of not rated that for quality that. level work yeah yep um length is another thing that i think trips people up to on cables um usb i know usb a has a theoretical limit on how long you can really extend that signal and get it i have tried hooking up a webcam with usb a cable and using an extender usb a cable and after a certain amount, uh, it doesn't work. It just yeah. it will not transmit video or webcam video. So you do need to be mindful of the length of the cables you're using and just know that uh, there is going to be some degradation. You are going to lose some signal after a certain amount of length. Um, HDMI, I think there is a – gosh, I think there is a limit. I think 50 yep. feet I believe on so. HDMI yep. cables before it will lose its signal. So right. you can't get a cable longer than 50 feet. Uh, or try to extend a signal much longer without it losing something. So. Yeah. So, Alan, let me let me ask you that. So, if I if I was so in that case, if I was sixty feet away from where I needed to get my uh, my device to send signals to my TV, is there a difference between two thirty foot cables that are connected together, like the male female sort of thing, mm-hmm. versus a sixty foot cable? Because obviously, the longer the cable. I, I would have a thought from the outside perspective that having like 10 five foot cables is not going to be the great pass through of information as one no. 10 or one. No, it, cable, it still right? sees it. The signal still sees it as one cable you've stitched okay. together. 
There's nothing along the way to boost the signal of that HDMI signal. That's the problem. There are devices you can get to put at the end of a HDMI cable that will basically help strengthen the signal. Ramp it up a little bit. So you can connect another cable and continue it on, but it takes some additional work. Um, You are going to find after about 50 feet that 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 signal is just not going to hold. It's not going to continue like it should. So, yeah, that's where you've got to be careful with HDMI to know how long you're trying to extend it. Um, Yep. Yeah, if you really USB, want to get really right. USB, I would say it's probably not as big of an issue. There is a there is a length, but my understanding with USB A, especially the early ones, the USB A, this the data you're sending is not that uh, fast of a data anyway. So it's you know yeah. the degradation you may not recognize it as much. But once you get to a level where you're actually sending fast information and wanting the yeah. benefits of that USB C or something, that of course that can be. You can like reach a, a like limit a, of length. Yeah. Again, it like webcam minute. video, me trying to right. do a webcam with pushing video over USB-A, there is a limit. You extend yep. that cable too yep. long, it's not going to work. And uh, so I think understanding length, there are things to extend your cables. You know, um, a lot of USB extenders are very easy. That's great if you just want to, you know, you've got a keyboard for your computer and you just need a longer length than what yep. came with the keyboard. You can get a USB extender cable, three feet, six feet cable, and that's going to be fine. It's still going to work. It's going to transmit the signal with no problem. But again, if you're trying to extend a webcam and you're trying to go, you know, 30 feet, for example, with a webcam, yeah, that's probably not going to hold up. You're not going to be able to have that get a good, reliable video signal from that webcam because USB cables just are not going to be as good carrying that kind of data to begin with, yeah. uh, especially yeah. over a longer period, a longer cable length. So. Well, and I think when, you, when we talk about extenders, just the key to keep in mind too is that there's a difference between simply extending it and boosting it, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where, you know, if you've got like a hub, right, there's a difference between a hub and being able to actually kind of boost the signal that's coming in. So when you've got a splitter versus a hub, for example, well, if I split the signal... USB goes in and splits out to four USB outputs. Okay, that's great. But if there's no power involved in that, then it means you're not amplifying any of those signals and therefore Mm -hmm. potentially just dividing the signal out, which could be a problem, right? A cord, different deal, right? Cord, okay, I'm, I'm going the male to female to another male kind of cord, and all of a sudden all I just created a chain, that you're saying that's okay as long as we just don't get too long in length, right? Then that's just going to be passing the, the signal yeah. just fine. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, length of the cable is a consideration, especially for anything that's got a high data usage, video being the most dominant thing that would take yeah. up a lot of video or a lot of a bandwidth on your cable. The longer you run that cable out, the chances are that you're going to lose that signal or not going to be able to push that video all the way through. Uh, and then, like you said, knowing what kind of connections are on each end of the cable and make sure it's going to be the compatible ones, um, yep. you know, and unfortunately, even on, I mean, we were talking about this before the show, Brian, um, our laptop in particular, the one that has four different USB-C connections on it, there's different uh, data, or I believe different power levels or, or strength levels of those connections uh, between those four. So yep. some of the ports on your laptop, may or may not push the same level of data that others do. So Right. They may look the same, I, but not act the yeah. same. Right. I wish it was easier, but unfortunately I have to do a little homework sometimes to figure out which yep. ports and which connections I've got to use if I really want to connect a something that has a, a high data use, like video or something streaming 
or um, or you want the fastest possible data transfer you can get, you're going to yep. need to really pay attention to what connection you're using and what type of cable you're using. So things yeah, will Ellen, only work at the lowest common denominator on these cables. That's, so you need to that's make a sure very good need, point. Yeah, right. That's, that's right. a very good point. If one end is a USB A and the other end is a USB C, okay, then you're going to be transferring at the USB A level. And at the 2.0 level, if that's a 2.0 versus the other end being a faster level, right? You're, you're, you're bottlenecked, right? By whatever uh, the lower common denominator is. The other thing, Alan, I wanted to to mention and then get your quick response on is the quality of the cable itself. Okay. So let's say I have a six foot cable that I'm looking at that happens to be a $20 six foot USB cable versus a $5 USB cable. you know, six foot cable. Do we need to worry at all about the actual quality? If we see something that says this is gold plated or this is, you know, has a, you know, uh, better, uh, you know, better wiring involved in it. I've always taken the, the impression that unless I see just some really horrible reviews about it, not passing data appropriately, yeah, that I think right. they're all generally the same. What I tend to look for though, <clears throat> is going to be durability you know, if this is a cable that is going to be moved a lot, you know, that I'm going to be plugging in and out, I'm going to, you know, move it to one place or the other, I'm going to be using it mobile, you know, then coming back to a desktop, I may look at something that has a little bit more durability to it, like the outer shell of it, rather than a really simple, flexible cable, which I have a feeling could get pinched, could get bent, could get, you know, even severed in certain situations. I may look for a braided one. I may look one that has a really kind of tough exterior. So I know it can handle that. Um, Because you certainly don't want your cables bent. You don't want to, you know, you know, condense them to uh, uh, wrap them around to where they're so small that, you know, you're actually going to be breaking some of the wires that are inside them. So, so keep in mind the idea of, you know, not only what's the connection, what's mm-hmm. the connection that I need, you know, what's the, what is the information that I'm going to be passing through this data or this, uh, this cord. Think about the, uh, the length of the cord as being a potential issue regarding the, um, the uh, possibility of sending that data. And then I think pay attention a little bit to the durability of the cord, depending on how you're going to use it. I think to me, those are really kind of the takeaways here is that cords, you've got a number of different decisions to make when you're getting a cord and making sure that you get the right one that actually doesn't slow you down or doesn't limit what you're trying to do with it um, can really uh, make your life a lot easier in the long run. Well, I have a headache. Thank you. Well, you was, know, did I, I'm going to give you nightmares, right? But just thinking about the cable having wrong cords, right? Yeah, cable management. Jeez. Cable management. I, I wish it would. I wish it didn't have to be this tricky. I really do. I really should, wish it didn't have to be this difficult, but it is, and probably not going to change anytime soon. I'm sure another standard will be rolling down the pike here in the next uh, little while. We'll have to contend with that as well. So, yeah, Brian, uh, anybody who wants to talk more cables with us, uh, <laughs> ask questions, cables, dongles, cords. <laughs> How, yeah, do they anybody, go, how do they go about doing that for us? Well, anybody who wants the, the frustrating discussion of, of your cable situation, uh, send us an email at info at the mesh.tv. That's info at the mesh.tv. 
Uh, also kind of tell us uh, if you've got some suggestions on future episodes, uh, topics. Um, you know, this was a topic that was passed over to, um, from uh, someone that uh, let us know that this was a very frustrating thing that they've come uh, uh, across. Mm-hmm. And, and we certainly agree. So uh, so if you've got some other things you'd love us to discuss or at least to uh, get some information out about, let us know. And uh, we'd be happy to do that. So, info right. at themesh.tv. Perfect. Well, this has been Brothers in Tech talking all about cords, cables, and dongles. Uh, very exciting thing. Can't wait. We need, we'll probably have to do some sort of follow-up recap on this episode, and I'm sure in the in the months or years to come. <laughs> with Can't us. wait. So until next time we get together to talk another home, personal, family technology need, uh, this has been Alan Jackson and Brian Jackson, Brothers in Tech, here on TheMesh.TV. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.